because I think the main people that claim to believe in him and follow him, they would be the ones that doubt him the most. Be careful like you, now. Be careful now. I'm just saying. They, I think they would. You look at some of these political parties and politicians, and they love to quote him and cite him as the reason for why they're doing something. And he'd just be like, oh, no, I don't rock with that. Yes, you do. I ain't say that. I'm Jesus. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. I said feed the poor. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. Love that intro. I um, already shared with you two brothers uh, what I'm about to share with the audience, but my cousin had a wonderful dream. And I just say, speak it, receive it, claim it, all that good stuff. She says she had a dream that three brothers, no sense, grow seven and a half million dollars in a year. And I say, let's manifest that. Let's make that happen. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm with it. <laughs> so, so thank you, cousin, for that dream. And let's, uh, fellas, let's let's make that happen. That's all Where my cousins at. <laughs> Where my cousins at? With all my family, if they if they yeah. all dream a dollar, I will be rich. You know, she 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 honestly admitted too. She was like, I was a little jealous too, because I was like, he gonna be able to quit his job and just podcast all day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Yo, but so, man, I, I I gotta respect content creators though. Like I, you know, we do our thing and it's fun or whatever. But some of yeah. these guys, like some of the stuff that they put out there and like the videos that they put together and everything, I mean, it's genius. These folks have some talent to do the things that they do, man. So I hats off to any content creator creator that's out there. You know what would be crazy? What would be dangerous? The, the world is lucky we're in three different cities. Oh yeah! Oh man! If we, yeah. if we were all local, bruh. Oh man, this didn't look like a uh, Christmas card. Buff over here sipping his hot cocoa with a three from a three brothers mug with a a pepper. I mean a cotton, not a cotton candy. Uh, candy, <laughs> candy cane. cane. <laughs> Two marshmallows, by the way. Two marshmallows. Yeah. Organic. <laughs> we, we went to Wegmans and got all the marshmallows. Fresh marshmallows. Fresh marshmallows. Yeah. So you, you guys get yours out of the bag. I, I go to the local uh, marshmallow and marshmallow contestant. <laughs> These are Belgian marshmallows. You know, you can taste they have an extra tint of cinnamon and nutmeg in there. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's that's all I got, man. Let's let's make that dream happen, though. What else you guys got? That's it, Rosie. No, no. For me, um, I just wanted. To, I, I saw this tip for the ladies out there, and uh, so I just wanted to pass this on. But ladies, if you're looking for the most natural shade of lipstick that you can find, um, that it would be the color of your nipples. Uh, so just you know, want to help y'all out, but um, that's that's how you can find out. So if you're in, you know, Sephora or or at the Mac counter, just whip it out and you know be like, hey, I need this. That works. Uh, the other thing I wanted to wow. say. Wow. <laughs> oh, you have more. Hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
You remember that uh, episode where someone if Kanye was on the show, he had to he had to cut him off. It's <laughs> 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 one of Kanye moments. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I want to say is uh, F Ticketmaster because I was trying so so hard to get these Symphony Jeezy concert tickets Um, I was trying to be bougie and wretched at the same time it was not working and um, they kept erroring out and so now I'm ticketless and I gotta go to the scalpers and, and pay double the fee to go to this concert but I am going to go to this concert because um, that just sounds dope as hell to listen to a symphony and have them play Jeezy music the whole time hopefully they don't charge like they did for Rick Ross when he did it um, but you rich so you'll probably pay it anyway but it is dope like I watched some of the video from how his. much did you pay for your ticket I didn't go I didn't go <laughs> how much but were they charging they, I think they did like Man, I think the orchestra level was like maybe I want to say six hundred, but that might have been better. Orchestra, orchestra might have been more, but they no, they yeah, no, it's two hundred and a hundred for that. So orchestra, oh, no, no, that's, that's the pre-sale price. You got to deal with the scalpers now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah the scalper you know price might be totally different. Yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think Jeezy would go as high as uh, Rose. In I mean, Atlanta, yeah, top because he's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah but time wise, like. Rick Ross still dropping like yeah, relevant dropping. stuff. Like Jeezy ain't being really relevant, relevant for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like hell, even when he did his verses, it was like throwback. I tell you what, if he does, uh, my president is black. That's gonna be dope to hear the uh, orchestra. The orchestra playing that, that. Yes, oh, man. That's what man. I'm saying. Like, oh, oh man. For for a music Be lover, really somebody ever wrote. <laughs> Is it a black tie affair? <laughs> yeah, I, the video I saw, cats had on suits and yeah, tuxes yeah. and everything. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's the symphony. So it is 100%. It, it's probably not black tie, but yes, you should be dressed up. I mean, you should be suited up and that type of thing. It is Atlanta, though. I've, I've gone to some stuff and you never know what you're going to get. But <laughs> technically, you know, you should be in a suit. So I'm, I'm actually really excited about it. So you're going. You I'm going. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make it happen. If I'm in the balcony, I might be in the balcony because I can't afford the orchestra seats. But because because I'm not rich, like you be trying to say. So yeah, you are actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm Perk, actually what proud. you got, man? <laughs> and I'm actually proud of you for um for doing that, because, you know, I will say this. You might not you know what you want to do and when you figure out what you want to do you do it like you yeah. you commit to it I'm still working on that because you know Monday was my birthday and for the last couple of months everybody's been asking me what am I going to do for my birthday and when it comes down to it I, I ain't going to do shit and so at one point I thought about going to the Cowboys Texans game it um it was in um, Dallas my birthday weekend, interstate rival. They only play, they play for what, three to four years. And Cowboys are doing pretty good this season. Texans are trash. Dallas is one of my favorite cities just to hang out in. Perfect thing. And I just, I just never could commit. So I commend you for doing that. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get these tickets. When is it? When is the When is the symphony? January 27th. Yeah, that Friday, yes. whatever it is. So yeah, 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 twenty seventh. Yeah, so that's that's dope. Um, 
I, I'm trying to be more like that because at the end of the day, I was kind of well, the closer I got, the more I had, I guess, non-buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, man, I just should have went. I'm actually glad I didn't go because I would have been pissed. Yeah, that game. All game. <laughs> all game. Um, and if I was been there, we probably would have lost. So, you know, I have horrible. I have a horrible track record when it comes to going to Cowboys games and them winning. So, but um, that's 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 about it, man. Um, enjoyed my birthday. Wife still treated me well. Enjoyed the family. My mom came in town uh, for another event, and so I got to spend some time with her. Outside of that, um, just thankful I'm here. My, and we said this a couple of weeks ago and last week as well. Check on your strong friends. Check on your weak friends. Check on your friends. Period. Your family. Check on people. It's a tough time of year. Uh, I was reminded of no matter how much I complain or how how bad or good I think things are going, there are people who are facing life changing events every day, rising out of both lost loved ones in the last two weeks. I have a coworker who is um, battling cancer. He's been battling for the the greater part of a year. He's had ups and downs, recently had a down. We're hoping he pulls through. This time last year, they didn't think he was going to see last Christmas, and he's still here fighting. He's younger than all of us. When I say um, life can change like that, and we've all seen life change in the blink of eye, right? Things that we just never thought were going to happen we look up an hour, two hours later, our life has never been the same. And so just thankful that we're here. I'm here. We have our health and all that. So maybe that was something I should have saved for the end of the show, but I wanted to get that out in the air while we're, we're dealing with it. So with that being said, where is Sophia? She is up. She is ready to. She has her joke. So hold on one Alrighty. second. Let me go grab her. Hello, Sophie. Greetings, Sophia. Greetings. How was your day? Very good. I love your head wrap. Thank Is that you. Leopard. It's a cheetah. Cheetah. Oh, yeah. a, a cheetah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she she wrapped it herself. She she's got yeah. to where she can wrap her own hair up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you have no forehead, but no. she's so advanced. <laughs> so advanced. No, I just don't have where, one of forehead? those. They're all gone. Yeah. It's just not. Or bad. eyebrows. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Well, do you have a good joke for us today? Yes, I have a very good joke. With Uh-oh. my eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> no, they're going back. What tea do Richie will buy? <laughs> uh, there's black tea, there's no gold tea, though. Uh, <laughs> platinum tea. <laughs> I'm out. Got anything yet? I got nothing. Property. <laughs> that. I'm amazing. Aren't you? That's good. Yeah, that's that's good right there. That's good right there. <laughs> did, your dad, did your daddy get it when? Did he get it when you gave it to him? Did he guess uh, it? No, he gave me the joke. Right, you say the joke. Oh, oh it's, not, it it's not funny anymore. <laughs> let, let's, let's see if you do it, if it works. No, no, no. No, do it, do it, do it. No, because they know the answer already. So I'm gonna get this blank stare. 
And, and no, they're not gonna set me up for failure. Property. Okay, okay. Like Property. All right. I'm gonna use that. Bye bye. Bye-bye. She's in there teaching Haley and her friend how to play chess. She's teaching them them how to play chess. Yeah. You yeah, sound surprised. <laughs> Girl is super advanced, man. Yeah, man. She's she's smart. So I went first last week, so one of you jokers. How about you go, Razi? Well, before we get into it, once again, this is Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style par- podcast. And what I do want to remind our listeners is we don't prep for this. This is all off the dome. This is freestyle. So when you hear the questions, we hear the questions. So with that being said, let's jump into it. Rizzy, what you got for us? All right. I got two, actually. And I'm trying to... <laughs> Yeah, we haven't touched on it, so let's go for this one. Um, Brittany Griner, you guys know she she came home. We haven't actually announced that on the show uh, yet, and and so that's a big deal. I know Buff, you mentioned it a, a bunch of times, um, and and wanted to keep thoughts and everything like that as we went through and tried to get her home. Uh, so we did make the deal, and it was for uh, Ivan Vanko. And if you guys don't know, he's AKA the Merchant of Death. Um, so big time arms dealer been in prison for a long long time russia wanted them back yada 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 um so that was the deal we're hearing a whole bunch of feedback on how it was a good deal how it was a bad deal how we're happy she come home yada 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 we shouldn't have done it some people are saying why didn't we get the marine out yeah whatever it is so i wanted to ask you brothers um and especially you buff i wanted your kind of you to opine on um was that a good deal? Did it make sense? Uh, and uh, are we satisfied? So screw poor little me. No, no, but I know Buff, this was kind of one of his babies. I don't, I don't even know if I was stealing your thunder. I didn't know if that was going to be your question or not. Oh, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, okay. Is it is it a good deal? I guess that remains to be seen. You know, uh, the so-called merchant of death has already reportedly said if he could fight uh, in the Ukraine war for Russia, he would right now. Uh, so if he winds up, I guess, doing the stuff that he was doing to get him locked up in the first place and, and kills people or stuff like that, then, yeah, it's probably, especially if he kills Americans, then, yeah, it's probably a, a bad deal. But if he fades away and two, three years from now, we've forgotten all about him and he dies quietly somewhere, it's a great deal. I love how everybody becomes experts on subjects all of a sudden out of out of thin air like we had people they've never heard of this guy but all of a sudden they're telling us how bad of a deal it is and using the marine that we have over there and how we should like first off we're still working on getting a marine okay just because we got grinder doesn't mean we're done with all negotiations we're trying to get him as well secondly for all the people who keep saying well Brittany shouldn't have broke the law. She shouldn't have broke the law. She, you know, she she broke the law, so that's why she's over there. So did this Marine. This Marine was court-martialed. This Marine was, uh, what is it, bad misconduct? Yeah, misconduct, bad discharge, yep. Yeah, so like, as the white media like to say about black criminals, he was no angel. So, like, we just love to get our takes out there and... And, and just get social, I call them social media points. At the end of the day, that girl was, 
she they had moved her from prison to where I think she was like in a in a camp or some something like that. Like it was getting even worse for her. So you just have to think if that was you, and that's what everybody needs to ask themselves. If that was you, would you want the the U.S. government to make that deal? Because yeah, we can say she did break the law, but I have seen too many people bang the drums on how certain individuals need second chances. We we believe in second chances. I always hear how people should be given second chances. You can't be someone, this is completely off topic, but you can't be someone that was craving to hear the new R. Kelly album that dropped for like three hours last week. You was craving that album, but you wanted to chastise Britney for breaking the law and she deserved to do nine years for having cannabis oil or whatever the hell it was. So whether or not to your original question, we'll see if it was a good deal. I'm happy she's home. That's where I ended it. Well, there's a couple of things. I'm going to pick up where Byron left off with uh, if it were you and then the, the turnaround argument if it was going to be if it was me, nobody would be protesting. Nobody would make a big deal out of it and stuff like that um, because I'm a, I'm a regular person. Which I get it. And maybe they're right. But also, and this is where I kind of, I, I, I pivoted to, the, we had this conversation at my barbershop the other day, was a regular person like me when it got 10 years. Because there's no point in giving me 10 years. Yep. America, oh yeah, we got Tavares Ferguson over here. He has some cannabis on him. Who? There's, there's <laughs> no reason to give me... There's no reason to give me 10 years. And so, yes, she broke the law. My thing is, it's not that she broke the law. The crime is she got caught up in political theater. She got caught. She's a pawn in Russia's I got your bitch, you know, saga. That's it. That's that's it. Like, it's more so it's not that she broke the law. She had been over there for years. Yes, they told her to leave. She'd been back. Yeah, she's been going over it for four years. Yes, she broke the law. She did something. Should she have been punished? Yeah, if she would have been, if she would have gotten the the norm for that law or breaking that law, we really can argue. You know, like if she would have got a year, two years, you know what? Like, hey, you know, bring her home. But like, hey, you know what? That's that is it is what it is. It's two years, ten years, for not even weed, weed. Like you got like some weed residue. It, it was it was it was a trap, and she got caught up in it. And so it was Russia trying to make a political statement, and nobody deserves to. No single civilian deserves to get caught up in political uh, just warfare. Like that 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 is that is not the case. So yes, she broke the law. If she would have served a reasonable or been um, given a reasonable term, I would have wanted her to come home. But I would, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get mad. Same thing with anybody here. What we see in America, if the disproportion in sentencing from blacks and whites, we don't get mad that the fact that this person got arrested and they're going to jail. Take Ray Ray to jail, but the t- the fact that Ray Ray's going for ten to fifteen and somebody else is getting probation. And community service, that's the difference. And that's what it is here. So I'm happy she came home because she didn't deserve what was given to her. 
And like you said, we'll never know. And it was a damn if you do, damn if you don't. Because if we wouldn't have got a Russia would have been lauding that over our heads for the next nine years. Point blank. Right. And like you said, Buff, if he doesn't do anything a year from now, two years from now, we'll never have this conversation again. It'll be look back on 2022 Time magazine or some stuff on, you know, VH1 or whoever might have a remember 2022. It's like, oh, yeah, you remember when she was locked up? But we won't be, it's no free, it won't be free Britney shirts. You know, it's the longer they held her, the more leverage they had, the more they could uh, put the fact, push her in our face that we can't do anything. And, you know, so it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't. We can't predict what this guy's going to do. You can't you can't hold her based off of, well, you know, he might go and do this. He might go and do that. Now, if he does, which I think he will just because and this is just a civilian uh, conspiracy theorist. If I was Russia, I sure would well would make sure he did something. I would find a way because I would love to. Mm -hmm. They want to see it backfire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good it, way to undermine America and the politics and the politicians by louding him or touting him and showing that oh you did make a bad choice you released this guy and look he's running drugs and running arms yeah, again. But don't do it on American soil. Do it to another country. Do it to an ally. Do something where now we got to explain to Israel why they have to deal with this this guy. Yeah, but I, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, the, the thing about it is when you talk about a, a normal person, they wouldn't have been this outcry. I don't know if y'all remember old buddy that uh, got caned or in, uh, Singapore. Was, in Singapore or whatever. Yep. It, he was just a normal guy. And, you know, it was like 10 lashes and they were making a big deal out of it. So I don't know if just because it was a, a regular person, it wouldn't have been as much of an outroar. But what I, I think what happened Push was, back real quick. We didn't hear about the Marine until Brittany. There, there are how many how many um, Americans are prisoners unjustly across the, the world we don't talk about yeah Brittany Grind yeah. is the first time we've had this conversation in Singapore did uh, they made it go viral they made they they videoed it they they put it in our face to kind of mock Americans so you had to see it so. yeah so that and I also think about uh, it, it takes me back to I'm gonna get you sucker when uh old buddy got out of the prison and he had all oh, those yeah. like fish high fish, heels fish, and stuff like that fish, yeah. and, and, or any other movie where the OG goes to prison for a long time and comes back and tries to jump back in the game but ain't, ain't really got it anymore I feel yeah. like that's what Ivan is like he's like yeah I'm getting back in the game but when we locked him up it didn't stop the, the movement of guns or, or arms across any border right I mean the thing was yes he did a lot and he was really good at what he did but you're talking 15, 20 years ago that he was doing that, right? There's, it's a, a big difference of being able to walk back in and what the technology that we have today, everything that we have today and saying, yeah, I'm about to run some guns, you know, like the old days. And people are going to be like, all right, old time, we got you. Like, I, I feel like it, he, he's not going to walk back in and just be the merchant of death again. That's not how that really works when you're talking about getting back in the game. Uh, so yes, he might go back out and he might run some guns and, and he might actually, you know, be able to, to give some advice and be like, oh, well, we can fix this and clean this up. But arms, gun running hasn't stopped. 
Like there are there are armed dealers out there right now that are doing their thing. So I I feel like it was a good deal for that main purpose. Um, that's why Russia gave her such a a, a crazy you know uh, term and and sentence because they knew they were already setting it up that they knew who they wanted. They had their eyes set and they were already kind of thinking about how the prisoner exchange was going to happen. So I I think that was really all that they were going to take. Um, they were only going to do the one for one and they know who they wanted and that was it. And so I feel like it was a good deal. I really don't care, you know, what happens, but what, like we said, hindsight is twenty twenty. If it comes down to, he sells some guns and then, you know, it ends up, I don't know, some white kid going in and shooting up a school, um, <laughs> you know, so that's the other thing. It's like, we, we, we're dealing with that already without him. I, I so I'm, yeah. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm fine. Yeah. And his, his name is Victor Bolt, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah. You were talking about him going in and being all right, old timer. You got me thinking this guy gonna be going on tour doing like Tony Robbins speeches. Uh, <laughs> drug runners. He's gonna be a motivational drug runner speaker. <laughs> Bring it to the stage. <laughs> oh man. Um Oh man, I just had a I forgot my question that fast. Oh. Uh, is that are we good? Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. So my question is gonna be kind of a weird one. I, I I wrote it down the other day and I forgot about it until I started speaking and I talking about talked about conspiracy theories. Are you guys do you guys consider yourselves conspiracy theorists? Not at all. You know, I think we talked about flat earthers and stuff and some of the Kanye stuff over the years. My question is, what is the biggest conspiracy theory that if you found out it was true, you'd be like, well, I'll be damned. (laughs) (laughs) How cool would that be? It's like, man, ain't no way the world is flat. It's like, the world is flat. Like, Mm. You can if you got more you can have more than one. Like what would be the, the coolest one? You know, we, we posted the one about um not even posted theory. We posted a video or a a picture of the scientist saying this is what Moses looked like, and he looked like Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what if Jesus was he really blue eyed you know, with yeah. abs and uh blonde hair. I, I think the coolest one for me uh, is the hollow earth theory. So if you guys know, it's like hollow earth, like there's an earth within the earth and um, the portal to it is in like Antarctica or whatever. And that's why they won't let us in Antarctica, not to say that, oh, it's really, really cold and there's nothing there and you're probably going to die. That's probably why they won't let you there. Uh, go there. But, you know, that's um, kind of one of the things is that uh, that conspiracy theory out there is that uh, so that's pretty cool. I think would be kind of like a oh wow moment if that happened and we did kind of walk into kind of a second Earth uh, under the the original crust of the Earth. Um, and, and, and what's in Hollow Earth? There's a bunch of different theories. So some theories it's like there's dinosaurs and like a whole nother ecosystem under there. There's other folks that think there's aliens there um, and an advanced race that's there. So. It's it's a it's all over the place with who's in the hollow earth, but truly the hollow earth is kind of like a second earth within the crust of the um of the world. Um, but they're not flat earthers because they do think it's a sphere and that there's a second earth inside yeah. of it. And that's earth. what the mole people are, bro. 
<laughs> but, but but I mean that that's that's ridiculous because the end of the Earth is in Antarctica as well. So yeah, you have there's to no way the Earth is yeah, there's no way the Earth is hollow. That's why they won't let us in our, our Antarctica, sir. Like, fall get off. your facts straight. That that one and the other one I, I really like is the ancient alien theory, uh, because that is one that I I don't know maybe yeah like, to, like, you know, could, like the hollow earth might that. be a little but it's like the the ancient aliens is like it's conspiracy you know they help build the pyramids and all this stuff and all that it'd be like all of a sudden tomorrow like we back <laughs> what they do to the Sphinx you know the Sphinx ain't really the Sphinx that was like Joe John. <laughs> they messed John's um statue up. If but, they look uh, like the Sphinx, so yeah, like, or something like that, like yeah, like uh, like or the the Egyptian gods and stuff like that. What is it? Uh, Stargate uh, was a perfect example of that. Like Stargate was an awesome movie. If anybody wants to go back and watch an uh, old sci-fi movie, uh, but I, I think that is kind of a cool theory that has a little validity to it and there's a possibility but there's no way to prove it so those are the kind of conspiracy theories that i'm like not super like oh my god that's that's dumb right because we really just can't prove it 100 uh and when you run the numbers the the probability is there that more than likely there are sentient beings out in the universe right it's too large you just run the, the numbers it makes sense now can they do interspace travel and all that stuff that's where we don't know but i think that ancient alien theory is something that could could happen or, or be real um the most ridiculous ones i was gonna say just um the sandy hook shooting but pretty much any mass shooting where people say they're not real, those are just crisis actors, and it's just an attempt to uh, take away gun rights or whatever their reason behind it. I think that's probably the most ridiculous one. Uh, the coolest I just got one, mad, I, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the coolest one I think is um, predicting when Jesus will return. Not that I don't believe he'll ever return, but the people who claim to know the exact date. There is documented history, time after time, of people predicting and predicting and predicting, and they're wrong. So, if someone today came out and say, "Hey, man, God spoke to me. Jesus is coming January 17, twenty twenty-three," I'd be like, "Shut your d- ass up!" <laughs> and then, like, I was so, wrong though. <laughs> and then, if Jesus shows up, I'd be like. Yo, <laughs> whoa, my guy, so, my bad, yeah. my guy. Like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know it ain't me. Is is it's a conspiracy, man? After the 2012 whole thing, you know that threw me for a loop because niggas were nervous in 2012. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. People yeah. nervous George, like George, was, George Lucas sold Lucas Arts right before 2012 because he believed it. Damn. The 2012 that was that was that might have been that might have been the most bought into conspiracy in recent history. Can you think of one that was more? Yt Y2K. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, and, and that's the thing. Is that a conspiracy theory or was that just a, a theory? Y'all was buying all the sandwich meat and <laughs> All the computers was gonna shut down. <laughs> Everybody, there was a run on banks. People like when it got cash. Like yeah, you understand yeah. that if 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 the banking system dies, then your cash means nothing either. So and 
And I, I also think it would be pretty cool if someone predicted it. I've always wondered how Jesus would be treated because I think the main people that claim to believe in him and follow him, they would be the ones that doubt him the most. Be careful like you, now. Be, be careful now. I'm just saying, they, I think they would. You look at some of these political parties and politicians and they love to quote him and cite him as the reason for why they're doing something. And he'd just be like, oh, no, I don't rock with that. Yes, you do. I ain't I'm, say that. I'm Jesus. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, no. you do. I, I said feed the poor. Feed the poor and love your neighbor. Like, That's not what you meant. That's not what you meant. Yeah, no. they'll, they'll pull out the Constitution and they start going against the Bible. It'll be like, um, so I'm not comparing MLK. him with the king. Yeah, I'm not comparing him to Jesus. But it'll be like that MLK Boondocks episode. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, but, it, but I think it'll be funnier because Nobody, nobody knows what he really said. He said Can you imagine him like sitting in the waiting room somewhere reading the Bible? Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Lord, why have you forsaken me? I don't talk like that. <laughs> like, oh man, it, it's oh, you know how many man. people be asking him for money? Hey man, hey, you know. Been saying my prayers every night. I just I wonder know. if you could, you could. Bless. <laughs> I heard him. <laughs> I just wonder if you could bless a brother, man. You know, just so when you were praying every night, did I bless you then? <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. have everything you need. I yeah. know, but so you saying I ain't bless you? I've been looking at the S class bins and I, I think I deserve it. You know, uh. <laughs> increase, increase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Mine really, I guess, was the ancient aliens thing, because it it just seems that and the the supernatural, like with ghosts and stuff like that, you know. But ancient aliens, the whole creation thing, like there's too many similarities to a lot of these deities and gods and alien theories that we're just like. This painting sure looks a lot like this painting. And they're 2,000 miles away from each other. And, uh, or is that, and, and I don't even, it's not even really a, a conspiracy theorist. It's like when you really get into, um, studying ancient civilizations across the world and how, like, they're finding, African statues and skeletons in uh, North and South America centuries older than um, Columbus who uh, discovered America you know those things that I feel like hopefully and these are it's, it's, it's so crazy it's not even conspiracy it's just they don't want to share the, the facts with the world like nah we can't let these niggas know that they really found America and we we took it from them mm-hmm. um but the ancient aliens one has always been the coolest one to me because it's like so many people believe in it or believe parts of it that it's, it's just there's got to be some truth to some of it because some of it we still it's just hard to explain you know um, we've been we've been to Egypt and when you see the size of these ancient structures and the precision that went with it, maybe they can get the math right. 
Maybe they didn't get the math right. I got that. But when you look at how, how big these stones were and how they had to carry them from the quarry to the, the sites, that'll be an undertaking in 2022. So there has to be more. Um, and then the, oh, I, f- I forgot what it's called. Like the Sims theory, like we're really in a oh, Sims. We're in a simulation. Yeah. 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 Almost like the matrix. That one's yeah. just wild to me. Yeah. So that was always cool. Crazy. Or even like uh men in black where they had the, that we're, we're part of a smaller galaxy. You know, I think after the the original, mm-hmm. where they had the little the little aliens, and then at the end we were the the our I guess universe was a it was a marble and some like aliens marble, were playing yeah. with yeah with our universe. Yep. So yeah, we we could be a single cell like Earth could be a yeah. single cell inside yeah. of a huge body yeah. alien body or something because, like you that. Know, microbes don't sit there and think about the vast world outside of them the, the world they know is the world they know you know and to think that we're at the top of the evolutionary food chain going back to Ishmael is a uh, very arrogant at the end of the day you know I don't I believe we are because I'm arrogant but you know when you think about it is what makes the world stop here? Why does a buck stop here? Because we're That's humans. all I got for that one, fellas. We're the ultimate. Yeah. Right. Superheroes. <laughs> um let me see how I want to ask this. I was gonna I was gonna frame it like this, but what has happened to black sitcoms? But I, I don't want to quite ask it like that. How about this? There are some black sitcoms out there. Blackish ended like I think earlier this year, maybe late last year. But it doesn't seem like the youth really watch sitcoms like we did growing up. We had Cosby Show, Good Times, Jefferson, Amen, all of those shows. Once our generation ages out, is that kind of like the end of the black sitcom, like uh, having the attention? of uh, young people and do you think it's important to have prominent black sitcoms that the youth gravitate to like we had Martin we would go to school and quote the episode from the previous night I don't I mean Rise you have the oldest kid so maybe you can tell us better than I know like I know my daughter doesn't really rock with any of the, the black sitcoms so Help me out. Am I even right on this or what? Um, I I think there are some out there, but when you kind of mention that age gap, I yeah, I, I, like don't, have, I don't yeah, like we have like, Southside, we have Southside on HBO, we have, well, we have a, a couple a, of others. ATL was a sitcom when you really yeah. think about it. ATL, but, you got uh Grownish is semi sitcom, little bit of drama. I mean, we think about same as um, you know, what was it? Um uh, different world so it's kind yeah. of that same college level sitcom mm-hmm. type thing so you've got that um, Abbott Elementary is another one uh, that I think kind of goes along those lines uh, as a as a black black predominantly black sitcom so they're, they're out there 
But mm-hmm. when you think about who's watching them, it's it probably like it's our us. generation. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think Grownish is one that probably uh, like Haley might watch, but she really doesn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't know if that's just a preference or not. I, I think their sitcoms or what you would think are sitcoms are just shorter. So it's not that they don't have them. I think they have them in smaller bites and they're on TikTok. They're on Facebook watch they're all they're watching them there right i mean when you think about big jaw that's a sitcom because his, <laughs> his videos are 10 minutes 15 minutes long and you just it went to the max but at the to same the time max. yeah <laughs> you know so it, it, it's that so i think it's the structure just changed they didn't have 30 minute blocks sit down on a media station to watch it but i think sitcoms are happening they're just happening faster and uh, with smaller bites in different um, locations. So I, I think social media has taken the place of just that sit down, watch a show type thing. So even with that though, like, so like, I like I like Big Jaws skits or whatever like that uh, and a lot of what I see on TikTok, but can you compare that structure to what we had with A Different World and, you know, some of the other sitcoms we watched? No, not really. I, I, I think it's probably those types of things are probably more your mad TV's Saturday night live skits. Like you, you mentioned it's a skit, right? I think that's yeah. probably where they live a little bit more. Um, but those characters, you get used to those characters. Uh, you see them a lot more than with like a skit on Saturday night live where you might not see that, uh, that character again for six months. Right. So you don't really get vested in the character as much. So you can, they, they align probably more, to a sitcom than they would to a sketch or a show or something like that. So I, I, I do think they fit there, but um, no, there's definitely, and but they also got to think there's not as, there, there weren't as many as you might think of black sitcoms. There were four or five on UPN at the time, right? Or the CW or whatever. So you had your Friday night, Thursday night block, and then maybe a couple when you talk about your Martins and your living singles and stuff that were on Fox. Um, but at, they were all at different times blocks uh, there when you talk about it. And and I think you still have a four or five out there that's struggling, but I, I just think TV struggling in general. I, and so I think that's a little bit of it. So sitcom means situational comedy, but when I think about sitcom, I think about sitting down and watching it, you know, and it's just things have, I'm not going to say developed, they've changed, they evolved to the point where these kids are always on the go. And so their shows on the go. We sat down on Fridays to watch Family Matters. We sat down on Thursday nights to watch the Cosby show in a different world. We had to be there. We had to, these kids, the world they live in, they, they don't, there's no benefit to them committing to anything. So there's no benefit to a show like big jaw, somebody committing to a, a station. Mm-hmm. Like why would BET or anybody pick them up? when they can do what they do the way they do it um, especially comedy comedy is not um, it's changed and like Rizzi said there's not as many as we think because our generation really overlapped our parents generation so when we think of sitcoms 
we're still as as young as we are or were we still watched our parents comedies we still can tune into the Jeffersons. We still tune into Sanford and Son was really our parents. Yeah, yeah. Sanford and Son. But we, but Amen. we grew up. Amen was my junk. <laughs> we grew up watching the same thing our parents watched. And Amen came out when we were young. So even though it was a young show, 227, stuff like that, we still will watch, like he said, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son came out before we were born. What's happening? Like we watched episodes of those things. We watched these things that our parents watched when they were younger. Our kids aren't about to sit down and watch Warren like that. Jasmine, I'll cuss you out if you made her sit down and watch Warren <laughs> today. Sanford the Sun is her Martin. You know, the Jeffersons, all those things. They don't want to sit down and watch the Cosby Show. I tried to get uh Scott to sit down and watch the Cosby Show with me for a while. Cause I called her my little Rudy at one time. She's like, who's Rudy? So I showed her a Cosby show. So she's like, all right, daddy. Okay. If I don't watch this, like she was over it, you know, because <laughs> in her mind, she has so many options. She can watch all these other things. Reality TV is taking over sitcoms. Sitcoms were pretty much the only, and the reason I think sitcoms were so popular was they were generally the only representation of us. Yeah. on television there wasn't a lot of black dramas no dramedies because that's what they're watching more anything like if, when, mm-hmm. even when you were talking about uh grownish i would consider that more of a dramedy where it's more drama but has some uh, comedic moments and stuff like that but reality tv and all that stuff they can have straight up drama shows and showing black love and dating and all this stuff with some of the stuff that Tyler Perry's putting on his stations and all the, you know, sisters and brothers and whatever these shows are. I've never watched any of them. You know, what is a, there's another one that they, I forgot somebody, but there's, there's a lot of representation. So there's, they don't have to stick to, just comedies because outside of comedies you didn't see you might have saw a black character on a tv show like a um i can't remember was it <sighs> wasn't what Sh- shamar moore was on young and arrested what, what yeah like yeah shamar moore and stuff like that <laughs> and then <laughs> diane carroll was on like dallas or falcon crest or what knox landing one of those shows like you might have had that one exceptional character that rep- represented us in one of those shows and that's when your mom our moms were tuning to watch that because they wanted to see diane carroll you know the one black chick and all this stuff but we weren't represented well nowhere else outside of comedy think of i can't think of think of a show a black show from the 60s, 70s until New York Undercover to me might have been the first black non-comedy show where we were really I don't even know if it was black, it was people of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was it was it because it, it was, was in New York. Urban at least. It, urban. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can't make it too black, but think about it. It was yeah. think of the, what was the first non-black I mean all black too. huh? That's what it was show too yeah. yeah you can't think of anything that showed us in our natural light where that's why new york undercover took off because we all gravitated to it was a representation of us or what we wanted to be us we're in mobile alabama ain't nothing like that going on in mobile alabama they ain't going <laughs> to no club listening to no live jazz and you know you know catching the subway like g was cool as hell like it was we all related to that lifestyle 
because it represented us, even though it had nothing to do with what we were seeing in the South. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so the black sitcom place is not as prevalent as it was because there's there's so many forums that showcase black talent that we don't have to ask for permission to be represented anymore. Social media has given us the right to say, hey, this person has a good content. You were talking about content creators earlier, Ozzy. This person has good good content. People like it. And Issa, that's how Issa made it big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you too. Issa made it big. She went from, um, what was it? Uh, uh, whatever her uh, show uh, was. Another black girl. Black girl. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah. Girl, yeah. girls to yeah. Insecure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing with Abbott Elementary. Oh, girl, it's a large. I mean, she went from that one video to writing, and I think she won a Grammy or something. Yeah. Off now, of her, did, or did Insecure, did Haley watch Insecure? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Insecure might have had the young people. I, yeah. I could yeah. see that. So, and but that's that, what I mean. Me that, it, it, that was more of a dramedy, a, it's, too. It's though. a dramedy. It, like, yeah. it was probably more of a drama than drama. a dramedy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you had and a few that's the thing. I, that made I think, it funny. I, but you also look at you talk about black sitcoms sitcoms in general are generally dying too though there's not a lot of them even on the white side where you say oh here's it what is it modern family you had that and big and, bang theory yeah those, those types of shows like they're they're few and far between they're starting to die out too even on mm. on just general and generally i think it's more of the the dramedies and those types of things where they're adding a little bit more it's not as lighthearted as it was uh back in our day yeah, America's not a censor too. Like we can get into deeper content, and it doesn't have to be everything. Doesn't have to be wrapped up in a pretty bow. I think that's what happened too. I think uh, I think the younger generations they crave, even if it's like you mentioned reality TV. Reality TV really isn't real, but it comes across as real, and it's not it's not noticeably scripted like a sitcom is. And I think young people do gravitate more to what seems real and so with content creators you're seeing you're seeing their real life you're seeing what they're allowing you to see but you're still seeing like their real life and stuff like that so I don't you know I asked if was it a bad thing that we don't necessarily have a lot I don't think so the message because I've heard so many people say a different world made me want to go to an HBCU and that's dope that's dope as for a sitcom to have that type of influence over so many of our people but I think that message still can be out there. Uh, I think, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but I think Dion, when he his time at Jackson State, he was drumming up a lot of interest in HBCUs. I think the push, even before Dion, the push for HBCUs has has grown from what I've seen. So I think the messages that we got from Black sitcoms, they're still out there. They're just out there in different in other ways. And yeah. But I think the the bad thing, not the bad thing, the challenge is there's so many options that things can be watered down. Like Mm -hmm. we don't gravitate like it's you have a few shows that we can all kind of talk about, like, you know, when everybody was watching. um, But those weren't sitcoms either. You know, um, what's the Lucius and all the you know, I ain't watching Empire. Empire. Yeah. Like like we still and it's still drama. You know, it's not it's very rare that we talk about sitcoms and stuff like that. Nothing's causing us. Nothing's causing us to really sit around a dinner table to have those conversations where especially since blackish blackish was that thing. Yeah. Until it got. Yeah. They they caught the essence of it. But the thing about it is 
maybe we'll sit around, but our kids weren't. Like I remember watching, perfect example, I remember watching the Cosby show when I was Skylar's age with my parents, right? Skylar doesn't want to watch anything I want to watch. She has her own show. The, there's a whole world that caters to kids entertainment. You know? Yeah. yeah. There, there's but no reason. That, but but that, that's because of access, right? Like when, yeah. when we were growing up, there was one TV in the house, two TVs, maybe three, if you were in a really rich household. That's what like, you know, so you had, everybody had to watch the same thing, right? Yeah, Where now you go get your iPad, you go get your iPad, you're in your room on your TV, I'm downstairs kids in my don't TV. Even watch the same thing. Yeah. Like the, the both kids don't even have to fight and be like, you know, hey, we're taking turns. We're I'm watching this, then you watch that. Like we had to do all up, of that. That's why we grew up watching the Young and Restless and stuff. You was watching shows with your group. How many of us watched The Prices Right and stuff like that? Because there was not options, there wasn't access. We watched the same things. Mm-hmm. The majority of us could, you know, know that we knew Bob Barker and all this stuff. There's no reason we knew that old white man. <laughs> There's no reason for us to know him. <laughs> but we grew up watching the same thing because we didn't have the options and there was we sat around the lunch table, the breakfast table watching the things, you know if you want to watch TV, this is what you're about to watch. <laughs> right. And that was the other thing, our parents didn't let us decide, so yeah, but I mean parents nowadays be like, oh, we, we, I'm, I'm going to put on Paw Patrol and that's what's going to be on because that's what my kid want to watch our parents didn't care our parents were watching what they were going to watch and you go figure something out or you sit down and watch this. Yeah. I'm going to watch these stories with me. <laughs> matter of fact, what's going? matter of fact, don't go do anything. You sit right there, play with your toys in front of this TV so that I can watch you and watch my show at the same time. All right. That was it. That was good show. I had fun. Good combo, man. Let's go uh, ahead and close it out before we close it out. Once again, want to thank all our listeners especially inspire you on air the new beat of the bay for introducing us to the world we are world renowned renowned they know us in these streets mama i made it all that good stuff so with that being said fellas what you got uh you want to go first buff go ahead all right um I, i'm doing my best not to make it too somber but there's no way there's really no way around it i actually didn't bring this up to you two brothers because i knew you guys were going through your own um, close family losses but um, as it has seemed to happen all the time during our years doing this show it hits each of us in close times but uh, our family had a loss uh, my little cousin down in Texas Alasia she uh, lost her 10 month old daughter who passed away um, she had been battling not long after she was born she was born February 26th of this year and um, they finally had to take her off the machine as she passed away December 12th. So I bring that up to first say um, thoughts and prayers are with you. Alasia, I'll definitely be reaching out to you personally. And secondly, for anyone that wants to give, um, you can use the hashtag Layla Forever. They have a GoFundMe uh, set up and it's L-A-Y-L-A-H. F-O-R-E-V-E-R Layla Forever Hashtag Layla Forever If you'd like to uh, Donate on social media You just click on that And it'll pull up The GoFundMe If you're not friends With Alasia But uh, If you can Just uh, give to them Give to that And um, Like I said I was trying not to Make it too summer But it's it's No way around that So uh, Love you Alasia I'm 
I have no idea what that experience is like losing a kid. So I, I know it's tough and difficult, but you have a strong support system. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, definitely thoughts, prayers. We'll make sure to put the link out um, on Three Brothers No Sense for everybody who can get with that. But I, it's funny. I was going to kind of talk about that same thing. I, I feel like I've talked about suicide for the last three episodes. Um, and once again, I don't know if you guys heard about DJ uh, Twitch, I think is, is what he goes by. Used to uh, be on Ellen. He uh, does a lot of TikToks and everything with his wife and, and dance videos and stuff like that. Um, and he died by suicide. Uh, over, over the last couple of days uh, or really? yesterday and and the crazy part about it is I think it was like three hours before he committed suicide he posted a video where he looked super happy and everything like that and I, and I bring that up because you know too often we look at social media and we look at folks what folks are posting and we think they're happy and we think they're fulfilled and um, you know it, definitely continue to check on your friends and everything but my whole heart goes out to that family anybody that's affected by that anybody that's affected by suicide especially um but we want to make sure that we're not looking at the social media posts and 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 thinking that everything's all right with everybody people are going through it and and so continue to check on your friends uh and, and get a little deeper than just hey how are you uh and and make sure you're really understanding what's going on with them so that's all i got man well, I mean, we can't go away from it. We're there now. So to take what my brother said a little further, not only do you check on your friends, get them the help they need, encourage the help they need. Too often, we want to talk about how we would do things, give them advice that we think would help. And as great as your intentions may be, many times, many of us, need real help it's not a it's not a weakness it's just a way to deal or cope or talk about or understand what you're going through i'll share a little bit uh with me about me and uh one of my breakthroughs this year because i try to be very grateful and when i feel ungrateful i feel guilty and because i'm blessed and i have a beautiful wife, beautiful family, great job. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, you know, and so many times I say, I got nothing to complain about. You know, I remember where I came from. I remember where I was five years ago. I remember where I was 10 years ago. Dude, you wish you could be here. I'm blessed. And so my issues, I want to write off and I feel guilty. And we uncovered that first world problems are real world problems. I'll say that again. First world problems are real world problems. So whatever you're going through, it's real. It's real to you. Therefore, it's real. Don't minimize it. Don't let it take over your life. Recognize it and go get help. I'm going to say that again. Go get help. So next time somebody tells you what they're going through, please do not minimize their problems. Real world problems are first world problems. I want you guys to say that with me when you hear this. Real world problems are first world problems. People are reaching out for help. When you told me about DJ Twitch, it caught me so off guard because he seems like such an upbeat, happy-go-lucky guy that he's the last person that you think would do something like that. And I guarantee there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, if not a million people out there right now saying like, 
man, I wish I had his life. You know, he I can't believe he, he had it going on. His wife is like, they're telling you if they had his life, how they would never have committed suicide. Everybody always talk about how they would never do it. First world problems are real world problems. People encourage your friends to get help. Don't be the last person to talk to them. Yeah. And what I'll, I'll, I'll kind of share one of the things that I had to do for a long time um, is, you know, you, you have those thoughts of nobody would care if I wasn't going to be here. It might not be a suicidal, I'm making a plan, but it's a nobody would care or nobody, you know, it's not a big deal if I wasn't here or anything like that. And what I had to do is my therapist had me write down 10 names that would care when I was in my right mind, when I knew, right? Because you know, people would care. Uh, and when those thoughts start creeping in, I le- I literally carried it in my wallet and I just pull it out and read those names. Like that, that's what we get you through sometimes. So for anybody that's, you know, needs a coping mechanism, that's a coping mechanism that I use for a long time uh, to make sure that I reminded myself because that's all it is, is, is a lot of times with it, it's a, a trick that your mind's telling you but it's it's untruth uh, so just remind yourself and to break yourself out of that thought process uh, just pull that out so just an easy coping mechanism yeah. that you can use uh, to, to get and, you through and if you do see that you're starting to use that again go to talk to a therapist get some help because you know if you're if you're saying well i got this now so i don't need to go talk to a therapist there's more to it and and there's a lot more coping mechanisms out there and ways to get through it so yeah don't youtube your way out of it don't go get a self-help book your way out of it go (laughs) don't start a podcast (laughs) (laughs) go get help Rizzy, uh thank you for sharing that. Uh, if you hopefully I'm on that, I don't know ten people have not put me down ten more times. And for everybody that has to create that list, you got three people on the show right now that care that you're here. So we got seven more. That's a start. And with that being said, three brothers no sense. Your favorite barbershop style podcast. Happy holidays. Check us out every week. Six Rules of Podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. And most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.